speak easily. I am your host, Stephen Jay, and I have a very exciting episode for you today. Um, I am going to be interviewing, along with my co-host Gordon, a very important person that we've met here on Wisdom. Gordon, how are you, my friend? I'm good, Steve. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. I'm glad that we're back on Wisdom. I am too. I've been excited for this interview ever since we asked her to do it for us. We have to tell a quick backstory on this because it's been one of those things where we and we met this individual and they gave us nothing but love and we were like, we have to interview them. Yeah. And it just radiated such positive energy and just a fellow nerd, which is everything that we look for for our interviews and fun people to talk with. Yeah, I would agree because like you and I both know that we, along our journey with podcasting and content creation, we have not always met the nicest of people and um, not everyone that actually wishes you well means you well. And I think that our guest today, Samantha Ryan is the exact opposite of a lot of what our experiences have been. I I fully agree. So let's go back. How we found Samantha was, I believe, through her Friday night shows where she does open mic night, karaoke night. It's fr- I'm sorry, Friday and Saturdays. Is that, I believe that is where we first met her. I'll have to clarify that with her, but to my memory. I believe so. I think we were perusing one night and found the karaoke night and you joined in and I joined in shortly after that. Yeah. So needless to say, like for those of you listening, wisdom is very new to Gordon and I. We do most of our things pre-recorded. We're not really in the whole live space as of yet. We had prior to wisdom, we really had only ever done one live show and that was on New Year's Eve. And uh, so we're kind of just getting her feet wet and Samantha just immediately hopped out as like somebody that was easy to talk to that was supportive and just with within minutes of conversation I just felt like I knew her for a lifetime would you agree yeah because she was just so welcoming and just shared a lot of the same interests um, Interest, yeah, interests and passions that we did. And it's it's really hard to find right now. Like, finding people that are, like, positive and uplifting is, like, I mean, everybody talks the talk, but not many people walk the walk. And I think that that's where I realized, like, she was no bullshit. And that's why the more we got to know her, and, like, we even talked to her on freaking Easter. Like, you know what I mean? Like, she's, like, a part of our, like, crew now. And so just once I knew that I was like, I need to share her story. And like, hopefully that energy that we felt and the love that we felt we can share with like our podcast on audience, because the world right now needs so much more of that. <laughs> it, it definitely does. The whole world needs a lot more love in it right now. It's, it's scary out there. It really is. <clears throat> well, Gordon, um, With that being said, I do want to make room for Samantha to come on. 
uh, you and I have curated this, these questions, and uh, I'm excited for our, our audience to get to meet somebody that's so special to us. So you're going to hop into the background and just kind of be keeping tape tr track of, like, timestamps and what have you, correct? Yes, I will be making sure everything runs smoothly for our for whenever it's post-production and we can throw it on all of our other social medias to bring us some more viewers on this lovely app and i can't wait and thank you wisdom for making this whole show possible and like just opening our eyes to this and props to you gordon for producing like your second live show i'm i'm i have all the confidence in the world my friend i'm excited to be here and be helpful excellent well buddy i'll talk to you in a little bit and if you think of any questions in the meantime that we didn't cover in our notes message me and then we can flop switch out in and out and like if you have any questions for samantha that that you know spark you we can switch it out and we can you know do it that way but i will talk to you in a bit okay i'll talk to you in a little bit steve all right buddy Let's welcome to the show the one, the only, the fabulous, the kind, and the sweet Samantha Ryan. Oh my goodness, you guys. Y'all are so sweet. Like, I literally have a tear in my eye right now. Oh, we were I'm trying not even to make a little bit embarrassed to admit it. Oh, well, <laughs> I just, you need to know the things we say behind your back, and those were all of them. And well, you thank have met, you. meant so thank much you to so us. Much. Um, well, you guys have meant a lot to me, too. And I want to second what you said uh, to Gordon. Gordon, kudos for uh, producing your second live show. That's monumental, dude. That's huge. Um, well done. I'm so, <laughs> well I'm deserved so excited. kudos. <laughs> yeah. He, you know, when he signed up for this, it was all pre-recorded. And so now uh -huh. we're interjecting all this live stuff. Like his job description just got doubled. <laughs> the poor kid. <laughs> That's so exciting. And I'm so excited to see what's on the horizon for the pair of you. Like, oh. I mean, you guys are going to be superstars. That's incredible. Well, Samantha, I appreciate that. But if we're going to be superstars, we're taking you with us. You're part of the package deal now. <laughs> oh, my gosh. My bags are packed, buddy. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Let's do it up. Yeah. Well, Samantha, oh my goodness. thank you so much for being here. I know it's been a long journey for us to get the interview on my end. I appreciate you accommodating my, like, ever-changing oh, schedule. Yeah. No, if I'm super happy to do it. I just – it's – one thing that you just messaged me that I really appreciate for those of you that don't know, Gordon and I both work in the restaurant industry and Samantha, you are a veteran of the re restaurant industry as well. Yes. I think you'll find most uh, creatives in the burgeoning, you know, um, beginnings of their career work in the restaurant industry, at least for, uh, because it affords, you know, uh, pretty great wages and you still have time to focus on what you want your, you know, career to be. And, um, I actually started waiting tables as a means to get over my stage fright, if you can believe it, because it oh. forced me to be in the spotlight and make small talk with people. And, uh, it did nothing but serve me really well, ironically. And, and I was a pretty great server. So, um, 
you know, I yes. would have never made that con- connection, but you're right. Like that, I'm sure that helps yeah. you with like crowd work and different things like that when you're engaging your audience. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, plus I firmly believe everyone in America should have to work customer service for at least six months in their life <laughs> because that, it really opens your eyes to just how difficult and excruciating that life can be. You know, so I'm, I'm glad for a number of reasons that I did it. Absolutely. Um, that was a rule growing up in my household. It was their version of parenting is you will have a job early on in your career, one in mm-hmm. retail, and you'll have one in food service because it teaches, like my mom believes that it teaches humility and kindness to others. Absolutely. I, I, I firmly agree with her. That's awesome. And I don't think she realized that like cooking would become a passion and it, it actually mm-hmm. opened up a whole door for me that she, I don't think she realized, but it was the lessons that you learn in that industry are so huge. Sure. Sure. I mean, surely she realizes it now because it's your career and it's what you're mm-hmm. phenomenal at. And one of these days I'm going to have you cook me an awesome meal. Oh, I can't <laughs> and it's wait. It's going to be fantastic. <laughs> That's, that is something we're going to have to do. We're going to have to get oh, together yeah. and Gordon and I are going to have to uh, give like, shh, like make some of our like, you know, cause Gordon has some really good recipes too. We're going to mm-hmm. have to cook for you. Like the first time we actually get to like all be together in one spot, we're going to have to make it happen. Yes. I love it. I love that idea. <laughs> so <laughs> Samantha so Ryan, awesome. You are not just you're not just here because of your positivity and being a good person and being kind. You're here because of your talent. And I realized that in your intro, I never really I just basically gave you all the praises on just being a good human. But there is so much beyond just your kindness that I want my audience to know about. So let's talk about your career and your passion. Sure. Music. Sure. Um, it's, uh, I told you the story when we were on the phone the other night. Um, but when I was five years old, I sang silent night in front of my church crowd. And from literally that moment on every decision I've made in my life has been to further advance my career in music. So I've been a touring musician now for about 20 years, a little over 20. And, uh, I wouldn't have it any other way. It's my passion. It's my life's ambition. It's, it's what I love. <laughs> so <clears throat> I have to ask this, <clears throat> excuse me, what, so traveling musician, obviously I've heard you sing. And if anybody tunes into your wisdom shows, which are on Friday and Saturday nights that are wonderful and how we made this wonderful <laughs> connection, um, highly recommend. So you're a beautiful singer. You're a Thank songwriter. You. Yes. Do you do you dabble in instruments? Yes, I play a little bit of guitar and ukulele. I played flute throughout uh, middle school and high school. Um, okay. And I can kind of pick out a tune on a piano. But mostly I use instrumentation to come up with melody if I can't think of one in my head. And uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not so big on instrumentation. What I am big on though, is what we like to call in the electronic industry, uh, are boxes, like synthesizers, gear, that sort of thing. Okay. So that's kind of your go-to. Yeah. That's my forte for sure. Okay. That's impressive. Can like, what, 
was that kind of one of those things where you had to learn because you were just in the industry and on the road or how did you find that? Um, I think it mostly had to do with the genre that I picked out and, uh, I, I do trip hop and down tempo electronica. So I knew going into the genre that I was never going to win any Grammys or anything. Like it's very much a niche market. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> uh, but I also knew it offered so much potential where sound was concerned and that the creation of uh, soundscapes and, and what have you, as you're going, as you're, you know, you're literally creating just a phenomenal interest to me, um, especially in my beginning of my career, you know, so I taught myself what I could and gleaned knowledge from other people you know, and came up with my live show. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah. That's pretty freaking cool. Like, I feel like you've lived Thank multiple you. lives. Do you, I you, sometimes feel like that too. <laughs> have you heard that expression? For like, sure. it just seems like you, you're, you're very well rounded. Like you've had a lot of experiences. So well, my next I question. I'm oh, sorry. And, okay. Oh, no, go ahead. No, no, no. You, you keep going. Oh, it's, well, it's a, all about Samantha Ryan with... tonight. <laughs> oh, gosh, don't tell me that. That'll, <laughs> that'll put me in my head. <laughs> um, but I, I think it has to do with gratitude. Like, I am so gracious and have nothing but gratitude for the life I've been afforded and for the people I've met along my journey that have helped me get to where I am today and the people that I've been able to help as well. And having a, a healthy attitude about gratitude as they say i believe can only further your career advances you know what i mean yeah almost like a, a pain it forward kind of mentality yeah definitely saying? okay definitely very cool i like that i just my thing is 90 percent before we even became actual friends like part of it was just like your attitude about everything and how you interact and treat people it was just it was staggering, honestly, because it was like it's hard to find people that are doing this this type of thing that you're doing on wisdom and podcasting and all of the stuff that we're doing. It's hard to find people like this, and that's why well, you, I'm so glad that we got we're able to sit down and do this because I want the oh, world I'm to so see. Oh, I'm so glad I met you guys too. Y'all are phenomenal, um, and awesome. I don't think you give yourselves enough credit for uh, what you're accomplishing here, like. Like, it's a big deal. Your podcast is amazing. I've had the opportunity to listen to a few episodes, and I've really, really enjoyed it. Oh, and um, y'all's banter with one another is so cohesive and so natural. And that's not a learned trait. That's just something you're either born with or, or not, quite frankly. And, and together, you guys are outstanding, just truly outstanding. So thank you again for for graciously allowing me to be on on your stage that's amazing well thank you that that really does mean a lot because I, I, gordon and i are definitely guilty of a little bit of um <clears throat> imposter syndrome from time to time but <laughs> i appreciate that i really do of course but let's get back to you my next question and this is a little bit um pulling from the memory banks i guess we could say <laughs> take me back to the first time you were paid to perform. Oh my gosh. Walk me through that situation. Like what was that feeling? So, 
So I was 16 and there's this place in Irving, Texas called Crystal's Pizza. And um, my friend played piano and I sang what happened to be a bunch of Sarah McLaughlin songs and some other things. But I got paid a hundred dollars for it, which at the time was quite a lot of money, you know, um, especially 16, for a 16 year yeah. old. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, I still have a copy of the check. I've got it framed in my house because, you know, that let me know, Hey, if nothing else, like you accomplished this, you accomplished this dream of yours. You did that. And so what if it was because of Sarah McLaughlin's songs? Like, <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. It's a win. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, it was just incredible. It was such a a moving experience to to live that that dream into reality. You know, it's you're you're paid for a passion, and it it almost feels weird because as creatives still does. Think we're often yeah we're often told like you'll never make any money you'll never do it's like always a negative right. so like when you make that first hundred dollars whatever it, it is even if it's five dollars i don't care like you yes. said frame it because you know what you did the damn thing yes exactly exactly like celebrate that victory because that is monumental that is huge you accomplished what is your life's ambition to that point, you know, and you can go nowhere but up from there if you put your mind to it. And I mean, even now when people pay me for music, I'm still astounded. Like, mm -hmm. like I cannot believe I'm getting paid for this. I would do it for free. I wouldn't have a place to live, but I would do it. <laughs> but I do it. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think that's, that's a really important conversation to have among not only people that are in our similar spheres, but even like for younger people to hear, it's important. Oh to know, yeah, definitely. Cherish and that. Please and, don't and think that like my life has been just a series of, of ups, you know, I've been told no, I've been, you know, kicked to the ground a couple of times and had my dreams dashed, you know, but it's a matter of picking yourself up, learning what you can from that. No, you know, learning to listen with intent and gleaning what knowledge you can from those who have come before you, um, who do what you do a million times better and have so much information to impart upon you and, uh, and doing the damn thing, like you said, you know, but just being a better version of yourself than you were the day before. This is something that we've talked about in our private conversations that I've picked up from you that I found has now entered my daily vocabulary. You are often, quick to use the word glean, glean information, glean experience. <laughs> yeah. And I love that word though, because like, to me, again, a little bit of a better vocabulary on your part, but I was always be the sponge, soak it all up. Sure. And it's, it's the same mentality. Just you have a better vocabulary. You know what I mean? Like it's the same, you it's know the what? same I concept. I write a lot. I write a lot of songs. So <laughs> that's where the vocabulary comes from. Well, it shows. You get so tired of using the same words over and over. So you start looking for synonyms and it just grows from there. <laughs> they got to get that word of the day calendar. You know, you got to get oh, like, you yeah, know. Oh, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> so I have to ask you. What would you consider now that we talked about like the first check, the first mm -hmm. payday? Do you have a moment like when you think, because 
I always look back at like milestones and like, I always mm-hmm. think that it's like a good place to, uh, you know, frame yourself and frame the house that you're building. What would you sure. say is the favorite milestone of your career thus far? Oh man. I don't even have to think about that. In Austin, about 10 years ago, I played a rave. Um, and there were about 3,600 people at this <gasps> particular party and in the front crowd, while I was singing my two most popular songs, people were singing along, like they knew the lyrics, they knew, you know, everything. And, and it was such, and that had happened before, but not to this degree, you know, I mean, you could literally hear these other voices in the crowd singing along with me. And I was moved to tears because um, one of the songs called Ideal Chameleon is the most honest thing I've ever written. And um, to have people so moved by those lyrics and that music was just a phenomenal experience that I will never forget. And I'm that, so grateful for. How did you continue on with the song? Cause like that had to have been such an emotional. Oh, moment. there were, like, there were moments where I couldn't sing, but the crowd was singing for me. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was really special. Now, for those um, in the Wisdom audience and then for my podcast audience, where is the best place? Because this is something we should have probably ironed out before. Where is the best place people can go to hear your music now? Um, on my bio, and this is going to sound so ridiculous, but if you touch my face right now on the Wisdom app, you'll be redirected to uh, my profile page. And in my bio is a link to my latest album. I've released vinyl since then, but not a full length album. And um, it's for free on Bandcamp because I believe that once you make music and put it into the ether, it's no longer yours. So I make my money touring and on something called passive income. Like my music has been featured in commercials and television shows and I get royalty checks twice a year for that. So I believe in giving music away because I would rather people listen to it and experience it instead of scrounging up change to try and afford what they should be spending other money on, you know, like ramen or whatever. (laughs) That's beautiful, Samantha. Thank you. I love that. So, okay. So Bandcamp, your profile on wisdom. Mm -hmm. Um, Is there also a link on your Instagram, which your Instagram handle is? Sammy is, sings one two seven. Yep. And yep. you can find her on Wisdom at the Samantha underscore Ryan. Yep. I had my notes. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> You're so much more prepared than I am. <laughs> I have no notes. <laughs> well, but, as uh, somebody listen that listened to you sing on your show, I just want everybody listening to this interview to hear your voice because oh, it's... you are so sweet. Thank you. <laughs> um, that last album is definitely uh special to me because it's it encompasses a lot of hard work and a lot of soul searching for material but the album that i'm currently working on um is special in a lot of ways as well it's it's been a journey coming up with the uh the lyrics and the melodies and um i have been a solo artist my entire career but i ended up meeting my bandmate (laughs) i love this story so much Oh, I yes. I, we, we need to tell this. Yes. <laughs> okay. So his name is John. And um, people familiar with me will know I, I talk about John all the time. And he joins my platform um, whenever I'm in the studio. And 
and we have a few spare seconds, you know, like this Friday, he'll be joining me for karaoke Fridays. So, um, <laughs> we met, we met on Tinder of all places <laughs> because of my profile on Tinder says I'm a professional musician. His said, he's a professional musician. So clearly we both swiped right and started talking to one another. And, uh, it turned out we liked all the same kind of music, which is crazy, Stephen, because I like some really obscure shit, you know, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and he'd heard it all. And I was like, wow, this guy's with it. And I asked if he wanted to talk on the phone and he said, yeah, absolutely. So he sends me his number, which is a 512 number, which is Austin. It's an Austin area code. And I'm living in the Midwest right now, but that's where I'm from is Austin. Anyway, long story short, turns out this guy, John and I ran around in the same circle of friends 20 years ago, played at all the same shows, you know, shared the bill with one another. Um, and, <laughs> and it just kind of came full circle. We were like, Oh my God, that's amazing. Our like our we paths were, were we meant were to destined. cross. Yeah, yeah. It was kismet, you know, and we joke around all the time about trying to find people in the Midwest who take music professionally like I do, or like we do, you know, mm -hmm. and it, you know, how we ended up having to meet the only two people from Austin in the Midwest <laughs> in order to find a partner to do music professionally with. But it's been great, man. He is such an easy person to work with. We are both able to check our egos at the door and take solid constructive criticism from one another. He's so funny and just such a great guy. And for those wondering, there were no um romantic inclinations towards one another because i mean it's tinder so i I'll, everyone always has that first question um mm -hmm. but he's become one of my closest friends and confidants and i always tell him one of these days when we hit it big he's gonna come up to me with like a gaggle of girls and he's gonna be like bitches sammy sammy bitches you know <laughs> <I love laughs> it's gonna that. be amazing <laughs> yeah you have to get the sammy approval it's good yeah, yeah exactly exactly and correct and I me if I'm wrong. Wait for that day. <laughs> oh, it's gonna, and I, I can't wait. I hope I can be there with like a camera to photograph. Oh hell yeah! Of course, everyone's invited, but especially <laughs> you and Gordon, because who else am I gonna nerd out with? <laughs> like, oh, well, while then, we're gonna, out partying, you know. We're gonna have to get into that because that's a whole other thing that we didn't even realize till I have questions <laughs> for that. So we'll get to yeah. that. I have to ask you though, in regards to the whole john of it all you were strictly solo right like you weren't really yeah. doing like group things until him yeah i mean occasionally people would send me music that they wanted my vocals over and so okay. i would craft a song to go over music that they had already written um but for the most like part it was just me. Yeah. yeah yeah um okay and uh it, this is the first time I've worked exclusively with somebody else for an entire album's worth of material. And we're about three quarters of the way through with the album, um, looking to start up our tour in about two and a half months and just couldn't be more thrilled. We're super, oh super stoked and excited. Oh, that would, uh, I'm so excited for you. Like, that's so crazy. Thank like, you. Ah, uh, that has to just like, like make the hair on your arm stand up when you think about that. It does. It does. It um, but in a good way, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's the culmination of a lot of work, and um, I I went through some trauma about four years ago that 
I'm only just now kind of starting to see my way out of, so to speak. Mm. And at the time I thought my voice had been lost entirely. And uh, certainly I couldn't write anymore. And to find out that I still have that strength and the ability to do what I love has been just amazing. It's been like finding myself all over again. Samantha got her groove. Yeah, Sammy got her groove back. <laughs> That's, uh, yeah, I don't mean to make it cliche. And I don't mean to, I just. No, it's I, fine. I figure sometimes in, when dealing with things like that, it's it's good to have a little bit of levity. And Oh, yeah, definitely. I think that I, I'm just, I'm so proud of you because you are, you've gone through a lot and we've talked about a lot and you are be the way that you are and just to be the kind and compassionate and nurturing and creative and talented woman i don't know how you do it and i'm going to be asking <laughs> you about your uh secret breakfast cereal because there's got to be some kind of trick <laughs> like rice krispies able... with a lot of sugar <laughs> like i'm probably pre-diabetic but i don't even care because it's so delicious you heard it here for first, folks. It's amazing. <laughs> but uh, Daryl, I don't know if you've run across Daryl yet on the app. He called me the, the epitome of the smiling emoji the other night. And I thought, that's the most awesome compliment I think I've ever had. That's a pretty solid compliment. <laughs> I, I, and I would agree. I back Daryl. I back Daryl on that assessment. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> so we've talked about. I love it. Oh, I've talked. We've mentioned your artistry but mm -hmm. a lot of times and you know this is me just like kind of studying up for this interview but like the artist can sometimes only be as good as the venue they're playing would mm -hmm. you say that that's like a fair assessment no definitely not because i've played some shit venues before in my career um but Rocked still it. had amazing shows right because the crowd was just into it or i was feeling a certain way and just wanted to give a good show because that's what I'm being paid to do, right? So it yeah. could be a terrible venue um, with, you know, swindly people trying to take advantage of you. And you still make the best out of it because, I mean, my God, you're getting paid to do what you love. That's the least you can do. <laughs> Absolutely. You know? And maybe that was a bad segue because the, the question oh, yeah. I was le leading into is, like, what would you say is the top venue of your career? Like, you played it and you're like, Holy hell, I resonated with this crowd. They resonated with me. It's a beautiful, whether it's definitely, aesthetically beautiful. Definitely the show I was telling you about in Austin. Um, yeah. You know, I know that sounds like a cop out because I've mentioned it twice, but oh, I no, mean, no. I've played in venues from Edinburgh, Scotland to uh, Vancouver, Canada and Seattle and, and Chicago. I mean, I've played quite literally all over the world and to be on my home turf, and experience what I experienced was just breathtaking. It was such a love letter from, you know, this crowd of people in Austin that I carry with me. So on my worst of days, when I'm feeling just really down and out, I remember that feeling. And um, it's gotten me through some really tough times. Keeps you carrying on. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's pretty incredible. <laughs> So um, I have to ask, <clears throat> let's talk about the time on the road because you just dropped the Edinburgh. So like, yeah. let's talk about like the time on the road. Like what's the farthest you've gone from home? Um, 
probably Czechoslovakia. Holy um, cow. Yeah, I, I played Prague once and and that was really incredible. And uh I I mean I've lived in Europe for so long and was able to travel about while I was living there and play at a at a bunch of locations and it was the experience of a lifetime, you know? And um yeah. I can only imagine like to be able to see so much of the world doing what you love. Mm -hmm. That had to be insane. It was in one year. I went from living in Seattle to living in Glasgow, Scotland. And so I tallied up the miles and it's like 8,000, I believe that I had traveled just in making that move. So I literally went from like one side of the earth to the other. And, um, it just made me think of what a small world it is we live in, you know? Yeah. Hmm. It's all connected by music. Oh, absolutely. It's a universal language. You know, I may not like everything that you listen to, but I love the fact that you listen to it and that you get something from it, you know? Yeah. I can experience, I, I can appreciate the experience that you have when you listen to sure. something you love. I may not love Absolutely. it as well, but I love that you love it. Because again, I listen to some really obscure, weird stuff. And I guarantee most people listening uh, right now would not find it palatable. And that's okay, because, you know, it just doesn't speak to them, but it speaks to me and it gives me uh, inspiration to do what I love. Um, I don't listen to country music like at all. It drives me insane, but I appreciate people who love country, who uh, live and breathe it and who understand it because that's beautiful. It's their passion. It's a passion for them. It's, it's sure. a release and escape or what have you. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's a, that's a good way of looking at it. Mm -hmm. So my next question is, we discussed the, the travels, so I feel like the answer is going to be Austin, and that's okay. But out of the U.S., Canada, <laughs> and Europe, where's your favorite, like, continent, region? What is your... Oh, believe it or not, it's not Austin. And I do love Austin. Austin will always be home to me, right? But my favorite place in the entire world is Edinburgh, Scotland. Um, there's something magical about that city. Uh, there's a museum. There's a place called the Royal Mile, and it's literally this cobblestone street that's a mile long that leads up. Kind of an eagle eye view of the whole Royal Mile and the castle. And to date, it's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Really? Mm -hmm. That's, that's pretty cool. Oh yeah. It's, it's amazing. If, if anyone listening gets a chance, um, please go check out Edinburgh because it's, it's so special and so unique and, um, and so Scottish. And I, I love the Scottish people. I look super <laughs> Scottish if I don't open my mouth. <laughs> you know? And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's brilliant. <laughs> well, that's pretty cool. And it's amazing that like music got you that experience, you know, like that mm -hmm. just goes to show. Follow your passions and you never know where it can go. Yeah, definitely. And even if your passions 
are not something that you could make a legitimate career out of macgyver that shit find a way <laughs> to intertwine that into the career you have now you know absolutely there's always a way to like re-envision the things that make you happy and make you want to get out of bed in the morning whether it's integrating you into your current career yeah there's always a way because I, I don't know about you, but that nine to five grind life is not for me. And it's oh, like, it's not I for can't... me either. And I tried. I gave it the old college try. And it was it was a miserable existence for me. And I'm not saying it's like that for everybody. Um, because there are plenty of people out there who hold down nine to fives and are perfectly happy with their lives. But for me, it was never an option. Never a fit. I, mm -mm. I feel that. So what can you tell me? I mean, we, you kind of touched on it with John. So what mm -hmm. can we expect from what you have in the works? And like, what's the <laughs> timeline? And give me, I want spoilers. I want you to drop Yeah, The album is called Sunday because we're just throwing the kitchen sink at it. We're throwing, you know, every genre we can think of at it. We even tried to create a disco song we're calling it disco not disco <laughs> because oh. it just ended up being something completely off the rails and different but that's I the way music it. goes most of the time right you start off with one idea and it lends itself to creating something even better than you possibly mm. could have imagined so uh it's the culmination of a lot of work and a lot of experience between the two of us between the two of us john and i have a little over 50 years touring and creating music experiences and um it's been incredible you know learning what i can from him and vice versa and also if, if i'm being honest and it's a little bit selfish but i've missed my home since i've been in the midwest so having that link to my hometown has just helped out immensely mm -hmm. like from your for your creative soul like, yeah, is that what definitely. You're referring to? yeah definitely i mean it, it goes so far as we ran in the same circles like he knows all of my old friends in austin uh, and oh, it's wow. it's incredible yeah so would you say that this what you're working on and on your part is almost like a love letter like it's like a passion project it is absolutely it's a love letter to electronic music i love the way you said that thank you it's that's just the vibe I'm getting. It's like, you know, you're kind of getting the full Samantha Ryan experience. I, that's what I feel like when I'm, when I'm picturing this album in my head. It's like, although I know you, I won't truly know you the full length until I get this album. Is that a fair assessment? Um, yeah, I could say, or, or at least the me right now, right? Yeah. Um, because I believe we, as human beings, it's in our nature to be fluid. So who I am today is not gonna be who I am tomorrow, but this album will at least encompass who I was when, uh, when we were going through the process of making it, which I think is awesome. It's like a, like a time vault sort of thing, you know? A capsule to a moment in time. Absolutely, absolutely. Love that i'm so excited i i am like ready to pre-order now um, <laughs> <laughs> well you um, won't have to because we'll just give it away for free that's what we do <laughs> that's true i was gonna say I, I guess i'll just have to pre-order my uh tour tickets uh, yeah. when you come to pennsylvania <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.
Internet privacy and internet security are two very hot button issues. Any active user of the internet understands that you are always taking a risk, whether it be your private Wi-Fi at home or a public Wi-Fi connection, you are always at risk for somebody potentially hacking and breaching your data. That's why we here at Speakeasley Productions and Let's Be Nerds have partnered with NordVPN. We believe the services that they offer are of tremendous value. We believe they have a customer-focused service regarding your internet security and your internet privacy, and we support them 100%. If you click the link in the description box below, you can see the services that we are able to offer to our listeners through NordVPN at somewhat of a discount in order to better secure your internet experience. Help us support the show and support NordVPN and the incredible work that they're doing by clicking that link down below. Our last two sponsors of the day are Audible and CodeMonkey. Audible is a wonderful application in which you are able to combine your love of audiobooks and your love of podcasts all in one streamlined place. I have been using Audible for about two months now, and I have to say the experience has been tremendous. I have found that being somebody that's constantly on the go, having one generalized place to find all of my entertainment, whether I'm traveling in the car or listening at work, it has really made my life a little bit easier because I can find everything I'm looking for in one spot and I'm never missing out. I'm staying on top of current things, current events with my podcasts, and I'm making progress on the books that I want to read. We here at Speakeasley Productions and Let's Be Nerds are proud to offer you a 30-day trial with a free credit. All you have to do is click the link in the description box below and you can sign up now and try it for yourself. Let us know what you think because we're pretty proud of this program. CodeMonkey is a very important application. We all know that children are the future, and CodeMonkey is taking that very seriously. With programs for both parents and teachers, this is a fun, interactive way for children to learn coding while gaming. Yes, you heard that right, coding. Teach them young and help them prepare for their future careers in this ever-changing technology environment. CodeMonkey is first in its class in its fun and educational software. We would love for you to give it a try. The link for the dis- the link for it will be in the description box below and please let us know what you think. I am extremely proud to work with them because I believe that they have a very similar vision that I, I and my co-host share. Children are the future and we need to educate them and get them better prepared for the job market ahead. With that being said, thank you Audible and thank you CodeMonkey for making this podcast possible. Anyway, let's get on to some fun questions that I have for you. If that's oh cool. yes, you told me about this segment and I've been oh. bracing myself for it. So Wait, I'm no, ready. this isn't rapid fire. No, hold on, oh, hold shoot. the phone. Okay. This isn't rapid fire. This is just some fun like silly questions so oh, like gotcha. out of on any performer living or dead that uh-huh. you could take the stage with who would agree fortet 
Forte. Okay, tell me about. Yeah, that. he's he's an electronic musician on a Domino Records in the UK, and he produced mm-hmm. my favorite, favorite, favorite song of all time called "My Angel Rocks Back and Forth," and um, he's one of the musicians that helped foster this idea of using boxes and gear in live shows and what it meant to cultivate a real live show, like something that's entertaining and fun to watch. Um, and he's also worked with people like Steve Reich, um, who uh, is a prolific composer. Um, he wrote music for eight drummers and uh, tons of other classical pieces. Um, before Steve died, Fortet worked with him and um, created just masterpieces. And uh, I, <laughs> I, I would adore the opportunity to get to work with him because he's been such a, a wonderful influence on my life and my work. Wow, that's beautiful. Like it's. Thank you. I didn't think it was. <laughs> I was going to say like somebody like, but that's actually like very personalized and. Mm-hmm. You never know, like Samantha, that could be a possible. You know, that's that could be a reality, like manifest. I know it's 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 kind of crazy to think about, right? Um, but oh my gosh, what if that does happen? And I tell yeah. John all the time. So, what are you gonna wear when we're asked to uh, play SNL? Because I believe in manifestation, and it sounds like yeah. such a silly question, right? But put it out into the ether, like. Mm-hmm like manifest your dreams and, and talk about them and work towards them, you know? Um, so this is me manifesting that that might possibly happen. (laughs) And that is, that's such a good approach because truly when you come from that place, that place of yes, it's anything's possible when you're, I mean, people may call that crazy and silly, but it's better than being in the negative and saying, oh, oh, it'll, it'll never happen for me. I would rather come from that perspective. And I feel that sure. that's and probably why happen, we connect. What harm is there in like oh, yeah. picturing it happening, you know? And John's answer is always the same. He always says a cape and a speedo. And I'm like, I mean, I'm not really comfortable with that, but if that's how you want to go on, buddy, you know, I go, support go you. For it. Yeah, go for the gusto. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. All right, so give us three fun facts about Samantha that we should Um, know. I'm a natural redhead and I love all ginger jokes. I think they're all freaking hilarious. Like my favorite one right now is every freckle on my body is another soul that I've stolen. It's <laughs> just so funny to me. <laughs> or uh, how <laughs> during COVID, you know, you- oh i'm sorry you you cut out on that last one you said during covid and then yeah how people were supposed to stay six feet apart from one another for gingers Mm -hmm. it was 13 and oh my god i never heard that one (laughs) yeah and i i resonate with all of those i think they're hilarious so if you're out there listening and you've got ginger jokes throw them at me i think that's great (laughs) That's brilliant. <laughs> um, I I am working on two novels right now that I'm pretty excited about. And I also paint. I do, uh, right now I'm working with acrylics on canvas. Um, oh, wow. And uh, yeah, I have my, my hands in a lot of creative endeavors. Because I, I believe that 
when you're a creative person working on a different skill set other than what you're known for can only bolster your creativity. It's like a, a muscle memory sort of thing, right? Like you work out a different part of your body and it helps your body overall become stronger. That makes sense. Yeah. It's like you're training that element of your brain, of your creativity. Sure. And yeah. Yeah. Is, okay. Is there like an art page that we can like see any of this or is that, is it private? Um, is it like, that's something you do for you? I'll post some on Instagram tonight. I'll make that promise okay. to you guys. I'll post some on Instagram tonight. Cause like we've been in contact for a while and this is news to me. And now I'm like, <laughs> you know, curiosity killed the cat. I want to see. <laughs> I love it. I love creative doing creative things. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm big on helping other creatives like, bolster their creativity too that's why i do my my open mic shows on friday and saturday nights because i firmly believe with all of my heart that having a captivated audience for 15 minutes will do nothing but help your creativity it helps with uh, being vulnerable in front of people it helps with your courage it helps with your self-esteem you know um and these are all things that we should be supporting in one another as human beings amen it makes us, I think it makes us more well-rounded. It makes us, it gives us room to connect to one another. It makes room for growth. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I, I, I fully agree with you. Yep. When I set out on my mission to do this, I decided 15 minutes was the perfect amount of time and um, that people could come up to my platform and they could do whatever they wanted. I, they would just lead the way and I would follow suit, you know? And it's been amazing. We've had some incredible artists come up and share and reflect on their work. And uh, I am so grateful to have met these people because they've helped my creativity as well. I have to say, like, the last few shows that I've been able to be a part of have been, they've rubbed off on me even. Yeah, like just, it just yeah, it's, it's infectious. A spirit of positivity, right? It's like that infectious disease that you actually want to catch. Right? Yes, called positivity absolutely. and creativity. Yeah. Yes, I love that. I love that. There's no known cure for it. Thank God. So. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> um, but um, you want these people to succeed. You know what I mean? Um, you want to see them do their best and uh, and be proud of themselves. And and I have loved witnessing that in every person that has graced my stage. It's been phenomenal. I just thought of a question and I'm, yeah. I don't mean to hit you with the curveball, but um, a little bit more, not so much on the fun side, but a little bit more serious. Um, I'm a firm believer in be the person that you wish was there for you. Does yeah. that play in at all into your positivity and you hosting these nights and supporting these creatives it absolutely does you know i wish there had been someone there for me to show me the ropes where electronic music is concerned um because my my nana my grandmother was a professional musician as well and um, that's where i get my talent and my gifts from and and she helped me creatively find my voice you know and keep me on the straight and narrow so that i could have a career in music and i am so grateful to her for that and that experience but um i wish there had been 
you know, a kind, sweet natured, um, person in my life when I first began my career to be like, Hey, maybe you should consider doing it this way instead of the way you're doing it. You know, and that's how I try and live my life now is not, um, being in your face, but maybe giving a different perspective. Yeah. Being what you wish you had. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. It's funny how that, that works. Yeah. Anyway, back to fun conversations. Um, okay. So do you have like a life quote or a life motto or like a I stupid do. saying you say to yourself? Um, it's, it's not stupid at all. Um, have you read the book American Gods by Neil Gaiman? No, but you, you recommended it to me in our private call and it's on my audible list. Okay. But yeah. Um, there's a quote in there where Shadow, the protagonist, is talking to Ibis and Anubis, who are the Egyptian underground lords of the dead. And Ibis, who's the keeper of stories in ancient Egyptian mythology, says mm -hmm. to Shadow back in his day, when somebody died, their soul, their literal heart, was weighed against the feather of truth. And if it was heavier than the feather of truth, their soul was then fed to Amat, the eater of souls. And Shadow says, well, that hardly seems fair. And Ibis says, oh no, don't worry, it was a really heavy feather. And I've always taken that to mean we are greater than the sum of our faults. So when I'm feeling very down on myself, I just remember it's a really heavy feather. Wow. I love that. Thank you. And that's, I can see why that's something that stuck with you. Mm-hmm. It, it resonated. And I, I remember being 20 and reading that for the first time and having this profound warmth just spread across my body like I've just discovered the meaning of life <laughs> so yeah. you know we're greater than the sum of our faults it sounds like such a such a simple thing but when you repeat that back in your head you're giving yourself an allowance to make mistakes because you're greater than those mistakes and that's so important and we are, as creatives, I believe, our own worst critics. So oh, we absolutely. need that permission. Yeah. We need that permission. Yep. Okay, so there is not, another thing that I'm dying to ask you about because I think that we've privately gotten into a little bit and scratched a little bit of the surface. Mm -hmm. But Gordon and I want you, obviously, to be not only on this Speak Easily podcast, we want you to come over to Let's Be Nerds. Because we Yay. found out you're a comic book fan. <laughs> yes. Tell me about that. Oh, my that. gosh. Uh, comic books and video games, my friend. That's, uh, that's the trifecta. Um, I love I it. spent way too much money today buying a whole bunch of Switch games. So I'm, <laughs> I'm really excited about yes. that. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, but, yeah, comics are my life's blood. I love comics. Comics are an escape into a different reality. And we would all be better served if we had an escape route like that, you know? So can I ask, what was your first like comic book experience? Did you happen to like wander into a shop where they handed down to you? How did you catch um, the bug? My friend Logan suggested because I loved Neil Gaiman and still do. He's my favorite author and we share the same birthday. How cool is that? But awesome. um, he, as you know, uh, wrote Sandman and it was suggested to me by my good friend that I need to check that out because it would change how I viewed literature. And he was absolutely correct. And from there, I went on to discover Alan Moore 
and Watchmen and V for Vendetta, you know. Um, v for Vendetta. Yes. Yes. Oh. oh, my gosh. What an incredible piece. And, you know, there are so many nuances in that book that you don't realize until you've read it through like 10 or 12 times. Like, for instance, the motto is remember, remember the 5th of November. Eve, mm -hmm. the main character, uh, E is the fifth letter from the alphabet. V is the Roman numeral for five. Um <gasps> There are so Holy many things cow. like that. Yeah, isn't that incredible? Alan Moore is a certified genius. I would and agree with that statement. He's a, he's forming into that of his higher self an end. <laughs> I firmly believe. <laughs> okay. Holy cow! I love this. So, like, you're just you're just a multifaceted person. I I, I try to be, yeah. <laughs> let's talk about the video games because that's a whole other episode. Oh, sure. Yeah. So where did like, if you say legend of Zelda, I'm going to lay down and die, but like oh, any video game. Breath of the wild is one of my favorite <sighs> games of the moment. It's so gorgeous. But my favorite game of all time is the last of us. I think the storyline in the last of us is so breathtaking and the journey you go on is incredible. And then in the second game, I don't want to spoil it for anyone who hasn't played it yet. But it, it's all about how vengeance gets us nowhere. And it's such an important thing to remember that is not often seen in video games. Because it's all about vengeance in video games. Yeah. Huh. Plus yeah, the music in both, of, uh, both The Last of Us and The Last of Us 2 is some of the most moving, spell-binding music I've ever heard in my entire life. See, it comes full circle. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> I love that. Um, but today it's... I just downloaded a, I, oh, I got the new Life is Strange for Switch that called True Colors, which I'm super stoked about. Um, I downloaded a, something called After Party, which is where these two best friends get sent to hell and they're trying to get out of hell because they uh -huh. were sent there incorrectly. So they have to out drink Satan. And um, <laughs> it's <laughs> It's so much fun. Oh my God. It's funner than it has any right to be. <laughs> and, it's a creative uh, concept for sure. Yes, it really is. It really is. It's a lot of fun. And um, I just picked up a whole bunch of new indie games today that I'm super excited to, to work on. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> so is there any other nerdiness that we need to be aware of on the Let's Be Nerds team? Uh, or is it music, video games, and comics? I like to think my entire life is just one big bowl of nerd you know um i love i love adult animated comedies like my favorite show of the moment is rick and morty i could probably recite uh, all of rick and morty by memory um and space ghost coast to coast i'm a big adult swim nut as a matter okay. of fact and uh you, you said space ghost coast to coast yes yes the uh, original the og <laughs> it's on hbo max and i i went a trip down memory lane with that yes <laughs> sammy i gotta ask you now that uh -huh. we're on that do you remember the show home movies with the squiggle vision with brendan um brendan small, small. yeah because yeah. he's a music creative as well yes he is he's oh, in metalocalypse my... and i yes. i believe that they did that just so that they could all practice their musical chops. Like that's the I, entire reason that show was created. 
I believe it. I actually <laughs> saw quote unquote metalocalypse in Pittsburgh. Oh, nice. nice. <laughs> it was it was a wild journey. <laughs> I bet. I bet. Some of that was really funny. That's not my favorite adult swim show. I you know, my favorite one is of course Rick and Morty and then Space Ghost. And there's still episodes of Space Ghost that I remember like from start to finish that I could recite all of to you. Um, it was like a cult following, the cult classic. Well, I remember the first time I watched an episode, I was just kind of like shell shocked. Like, like what the hell oh my is God, this? This is amazing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is like a picture inside my brain. What are they doing? And it was the episode with Willie Nelson. Um, oh, Kentucky yes. Nightmare Liquor. <laughs> Yes. Bears are crazy, Willie. They'll bite your head off if you're wearing steak on it. <laughs> like, that's amazing. I love that. Uh, that's fun. That is funny. I've never actually had a conversation with another human about Space Ghost Coast. To Coast. Oh my god! Well, I really <laughs> recommend it because it, it does nothing but bring you joy. You know. Yep. It's, um, it's a good humor. Yeah. Eventually, I want to get a tattoo of Zorak. <laughs> oh, that'd be that's iconic. My guy. <laughs> Zorak is hilarious. Yeah. He's so funny. I never got I never I never got into the Brack show, the spin-off. I never It was my okay. Cous, my cousins loved it and they're like, "Oh, you got to watch it cuz, you know, uh, I just I it wasn't my thing." But Yeah. You know. But that's Hold okay. On. Different strokes for different folks. Absolutely. Gordon out of the producer's den just texted me <laughs> it's a great game. So I have to figure out which one he wants me to let you know that he's agreeing with you on. Hold on. Life is Strange. He's on oh, board Life with is Life strange. is Strange. Yes. That's one of my favorite <laughs> franchises of all time. Uh, will you at well, I guess he can hear me, right? I'm so stupid. Yeah. Um, is he no, talking yeah. about True Colors? Because that'll arrive from Amazon on Friday. And that's what I'm going to do with my whole weekend is play Life is Strange. Gordon, and I'm so excited for this game. <laughs> Text me if you heard that. <laughs> you better have because you're producing right now. Right, exactly. I'd be a little worried if you didn't, but it'd be okay. Uh, the f he said the first one is all that he's played. Oh, okay. There's three of them, actually. There's Life Ooh. is Strange, Life is Strange 2, and now Life is Strange True Colors. And um, it's such a phenomenal series of games. You're gonna to have to give him a review on like oh I will them, so okay I absolutely will yeah yeah um, and if you guys and I already told my good friend here on the platform Marcella we were talking about Bioshock earlier and I own all the Bioshock games like cross platform because I love mm -hmm. them I I just think the storylines are incredible and I told her I have them all on Switch I'll just I'll just send them to you so I'll do the same thing for Life is Strange for you guys <laughs> if you want to play it when I'm done. <laughs> Um, that because be I believe in wonderful. sharing the wealth, you know? Yeah, absolutely. It's, I. Okay, this leads me to my last question before we get into rapid fire. Okay. And I know it's kind of tongue-in-cheek, but we've only known each other for a short time. You're so friendly. You're so positive. You're so <laughs> kind. All of the things that connected us and made this friendship and made this interview happen. What's your secret? Like, what at the root and at the heart of it. Oh, what is it? Gosh. Every day I wake up knowing that I'm a better person than I was the day before. And I am so grateful for that opportunity to grow and learn and 
and be a better human being and I won't let it go to waste. So why wouldn't I smile all the time? Why wouldn't I try and bolster that same feeling in others? You know, um, I, I think it's important that as creatives in our communities that we inspire others to live their best lives. And that's what I want to do ultimately is, is allow people to see you can live your best life and create amazing art and it'll be phenomenal. That's beautiful, Samantha. Thank you. I wish we could say that we rehearsed that, but that was no. truly, that was from the heart. And I, yeah. that's, I think that you don't realize how much you actually, you live that, you walk that. And I don't think you oh, realize yeah. how much you are, you really are spreading that because. I hope so. Um, yeah. I, I feel I it. Really I really do. Gordon feels it. I really do because, because again, it's like what you were saying. I wish I had had someone in my life that was a positive influence like that for me. And so now I guess I'm trying to be that for other people, especially female musicians in the industry, because it is so difficult trying to come up as a female musician who doesn't typically look the part, you know, or act a certain way. Um, they don't fit the type role of manic pixie dream girl. And um, it's very easy to get discouraged. <laughs> manic it is. pixie dream girl. Yes. I think we need, like, there's like, there's a shirt there somewhere. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know shirt. what I'm talking about. It's no, that, I do. It's that trope that um, we always see in the manic pixie dream girl, like every guy's fantasy girl. And for those of us that don't, fit in that narrative so to speak it can get very <laughs> discouraging um because we're bombarded with this image and this trope and we think that we're worthless if we don't abide by that in some discretionary way or another and i want to show people that you can be an individual and create amazing art and be yourself and you will have a phenomenal time doing it I think you 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 inspire a lot and that's why i'm so glad to have had you on as a guest because oh. i know that there's a lot of people that i can think of that are in the same space that spe specifically people born i know and i think i've shared with you a little bit about that privately mm -hmm. that i think that if they heard this interview or got the chance to listen to your show or interact with you i think it would make their stress in their creative process easier because they'd feel like seen and yeah valid. absolutely and and that's what i i want to do for people is um take away some of those stressors you know um to respect everyone as individuals and come to the table as human beings with empathy and sympathy i think are paramount to nothing right like that's what we should all be doing I agree. I, I agree. Gordon just texted me. We are under the two minute warning. Oh, so we're going to have to re up your time for the rapid okay. fire. <laughs> Thank you, Gordon, for watching out. Good looking out, buddy. You're I awesome. mean, he's, he's doing good with this live show. I, yeah. he's like, I have to say I'm, I'm thoroughly impressed and I had no, no doubts. 
I am too. And you are doing a great job as an interviewer too. Just so you know, like kudos all the way around. You guys are incredible. (laughs) Well, thank you. And I'm so glad you were our first wisdom interview because like you just made us like feel so comfortable. And I need to give a shout out to our mutual friend because I saw him in the chat earlier, but I think we were kind of on to like a topic where I didn't want to interrupt. Um, our good friend Mojo did stop by oh, and gave yeah. us some likes. <laughs> <laughs> it's always uh, good to see Mojo in the crowd. Um, I absolutely. can't, I can't remember who said it, but someone was like, "You're like a female Mojo, and Mojo is like a male you." <laughs> I was like, "Well, all right." <laughs> that's it's, it's positive vibes. That's, that tracks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? it's positive vibes. Yeah. That's what I think. <laughs> uh, that's oh, funny. <laughs> But um, funnily enough, he's a musician as well, and a very accomplished musician at that. So Gordon, Gordon and I heard him sing on one of your live shows. Well, he plays trumpet and um, has done so professionally for a while, um, if oh, I wow. remember correctly. And yeah, he's an incredible vocalist and just a great guy all the way around. And Tal was in the audience too, clapping. Um, Tal came on to the, the stage the other night and freestyled for us. Um, and oh. has just an incredible voice. Oh, there he is. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've just been so fortunate to meet the best of the best, you know. Oh, let Love me come that. back up real oh, quick. All right, yeah. For those of you listening on the podcast front, the uh platform we're using, Wisdom, um, allows for live interviews, but there's a certain window of time where they have to re up to continue the interview. So that's what we're doing. <laughs> Welcome back, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> So Pleasure to you, be here, Stephen. <laughs> are you ready for these rapid fires? I am so excited. I am so ready. I put them out of order. I made okay. they make no sense. I'm just trying to confuse you. That sounds like my <laughs> brain already. So I love it. <laughs> so you can pick any of the things that I say, or you okay. can say all of them or neither. Okay. okay. Or or both of them if it's a pair of two, which most of them are pairs of two. So you can okay. say both or neither or what have you. Flip the notebook. Over. <laughs> okay. And let's start the clock. Marvel or DC? DC. Steak or pasta? Steak. Coffee or tea? Uh, can you repeat that, please? Coffee or tea? Uh, tea. Summer, fall, winter, or spring? Winter. Reading or writing? Writing. Listening or speaking? Listening. Movies or TV shows? Ooh, TV shows. Blue or red? Blue. Beach or mountains? Oh, both. Soda or pop? Oh, okay. Can I go on a rant about this? (laughs) Because I don't understand people in the Midwest calling everything pop. Like I'm from, I'm from Texas where everything's called a Coke. Like, like it doesn't matter if you're getting a Mountain Dew, you're getting a Coke, right? I put that one specifically in the middle because I thought I'd get a reaction. (laughs) I get so bent out of shape when people are like, do you want a pop? And I'm like, no, I want a Coke. Thank you very much. Damn it. (laughs) Thank you for letting me go on my little mini rant about that. I had had a feeling that that might strike a nerve and that's why it was in the middle. (laughs) Totally dead. (laughs) Chocolate well or vanilla? Um, chocolate. Red wine or white wine? Red. 
Star Trek or Star Wars? Star Trek. Big city or small town? Oh, both. Apple or Android? Apple, always. Ha- uh, pencil or pen? Pen. Dive bar or upscale restaurant? Uh, dive bar. Watermelon or strawberries? Strawberries. Stay up late or get up early? Both. I don't kindness. sleep a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I've noticed. Uh, <laughs> kindness or loyalty? Both. I think they're tearamount to one another, right? Yes. All right. That's all the rapid fires. That's just oh. a little bit of like getting to <laughs> Did know. Did I pass the exam, Stephen? Did <laughs> I pass my... my, my uh... Oh, go ahead. There's no pass or fail, Samantha. That's just a way for the audience and for those of you that are listening on Wisdom or the podcast, that's a way for them to connect with you a little deeper to see if their choices match up with yours. And I think in all of those choices that everybody makes, that tells a little bit about you as a person. Like, you know, I just think it's a fun little game to play. I'm going to pretend you say I pass, though, because I need that right now. Like, Oh, as far as like, me and you's friendship, you pass. Like, you and I That's probably like... are, like, 90% aligned on every answer. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, I love you guys so much. <laughs> so, real quick, Samantha, the last question that I have is a game we like to play mm-hmm. called The Rose and the Thorn. I think I messaged okay. you about this to just give you a little heads up, because this one, I don't know, it's... I want people to take time on this one, but the rose and the thorn just means out of a situation or out of an experience or what have you, what was the rose and what was the thorn? Mm. So my final question for you is the path of a musician is not for everyone. What would you Mm -hmm. say is the thorn and what would you say is the rose of your career thus far? Um, Gosh, I'm going to start with the rose and that is being able to create something that has touched so many lives in so many different ways and varying degrees because you can write something and people are going to extrapolate from that whatever they want to and I think that's beautiful that's gorgeous so what my intent for the lyrics might be might mean something completely different to somebody else reading them and that's beautiful that's human empathy at work right there right in motion and um what a wonderful thing to witness and to see um the thorn on the other hand is uh hearing the word no like you're not good enough yet and knowing in your heart that that's true but still having the courage to get up and try again because the first time you hear that, it's devastating. Um, but how you deal with it is what ends up defining your career and what shapes you as a human being, in my opinion. So the thorn is necessary to get the rose. Yes, absolutely. Beautifully said. Thank you. Well, Samantha Ryan, Thank you for being on the show. Oh, thank um, you for having me, guys. This was so much fun. I hope that everybody feels the same way that 
Gordon and I felt when we first met you through this wonderful Wisdom app. For those of you that are listening that aren't on it, download Wisdom, get on. There's beautiful conversations happening with beautiful people. Samantha Ryan is living proof of that. Um, I Again, let's just go over. They can follow you here on Wisdom. And it's Samantha, Samantha underscore Ryan on Wisdom. Mm-hmm. And then on Instagram, Sammy Sings 127 for people to check out your art and your music and what's happening with everything going on yeah. going forward. Yeah. Um, I made my Instagram as a means to chronicle the making of the new album. So there's a bunch of uh, like clips and stuff that um, are going to be interesting to people who are interested in the album because obviously it's not going to make it to the album but it's kind of like a a bird's eye view of what we're doing you know um so yeah so please check it out give me a follow and i will follow you back and we'll be best (laughs) of friends (laughs) absolutely well samantha ryan there is always a place at our table for you and i can't wait to have you on let's be nerds to talk more about music comic books and video games (laughs) <laughs> can't wait either it's gonna be phenomenal <laughs> oh my i it's just it's amazing how this app connects people and how social media connects people and i'm just very blessed yeah i love wisdom because it's afforded me the opportunity to get to know people like yourself that i may never have come in contact with had it not been for the app and you could say that about anything right but i think mm-hmm. this app fosters genuine real connections with people on a very human level and that is beautiful and we should celebrate that i agree and i think especially and i think i've told you this privately coming off of the last couple of years that we've had this Mm -hmm. is a way to get like an organic human connection that i think we all desperately have missed oh especially after covid right yeah exactly you know we're aching for this we're aching to have someone listen with intent. And when I say listening with intent, what I mean is listening, not just with your ears, but with your mind, body, and soul. And uh, we're aching for people to listen to us and, and to validate what we're feeling, not on a, on a scale of like Facebook likes for a selfie, but validating how you feel about certain topics, about love and relationships and, your career and um even so much as religious preferences you know um we are aching as a society for people to understand us and this app allows you to find your tribe right and and that's one thing great. i would one thing i would add is to validate the feeling that you are not alone yes absolutely thank you for saying that i couldn't have said it better myself Stephen. Well, that's why we're a good team. And by the end of this whole thing, we might have our own podcast together. Who knows? Yes, I love it. (laughs) Let's be nerds. (laughs) Let's be nerds. Samantha, (laughs) thank you so much. I will talk to you soon. And um, I uh, can't wait. I'm going to send you the schedule for Let's Be Nerds so we can get you on there. And um, we'll talk soon. All right. Thank you guys so much for having me. This has been delightful. I haven't smiled or laughed this much in so long. So, so thank you for giving me the opportunity to just 
uh, feel amazing this evening. You guys are doing incredible work and I cannot wait to see what the future has in hold for you. Thank you so much. That means a lot. You're so and welcome. You're going to make me like, I'm not going to be able to fit through my door because you're going to make my head small. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that my. is perfectly fine. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to thank those of you listening. This was another episode of the Speak Easily podcast. This was the first one recorded live on the Wisdom app. It's kind How of crazy. Cool is that? <laughs> it's crazy. It's like I never thought I'd be doing like live shows, but wisdom. But look at the- you traversing this like with <laughs> eloquence and ease. Like you did I- such a great job. Well, thank you. I appreciate You're that. You're so welcome. I... <laughs> oh, my. So, I guess until next time, guys, we will see you when we see you. And have, <laughs> Bye, have a everyone. good night. <laughs> thank you. Good night. <laughs>